Live from the WTAD studios in the Lincoln Douglas Building in downtown Quincy, it's time to pull up a chair and assemble today's WTAD News Roundtable. That uh, Western Illinois University updated their dashboard yesterday afternoon uh, to, I don't know what happened to it, but they updated it yesterday afternoon to reflect the current number of cases uh, in Adams County. Uh, I don't know if it was a a, a typo or a clerical error somewhere uh, in there, but they uh, bumped it up to, uh, it's from one to the uh, current situation of 22. I still wish they would have recoveries. Uh, they on say this. 22, you said? It says 22 now. Okay, they're going off of the uh, IDPH website, which is still incorrect because, well, we'll get to that in a second. Okay. Uh, well, okay, so why, what is uh, slowing? Well, okay, we'll get, we'll, we'll get to that. That's right. part of a, a larger conversation. Also, uh, as uh, we are three days from our peak, Governor Pritzker is uh, still saying that, hey, look, just because we're close to uh, flattening things out doesn't mean that this is over. And perhaps we need to shut down summer events or at least large summer events or what constitutes large summer events. So we'll talk about that coming up on the back half of today's show. Uh, but first things first, in with everything from the WTAD newsroom, say good morning to Scott Hart. Good morning, Quade. Good morning, everybody. The Adams County Health Department says it's gotten five more positive test results for COVID-19, bringing the county's total to 24. The department made that announcement Thursday afternoon, saying results are evenly split with 12 men and 12 women contracting the virus. Another 48 test results are still pending, while 242 people have tested negative. Health Department says that going into the Easter weekend, it urges residents to remember social distancing and avoiding exposure is an effective preventative measure against the virus. They add that the disease can transmit when symptoms are mild. They say to be aware that if you are mildly ill, you may still spread the virus to others who could become more seriously ill. Morgan County Health Department has received confirmation of the ninth and 10th cases of COVID-19 in that county. The ninth case is a woman in her teens who's self-isolating and recovering at home. The tenth case is a female in her 40s who's also self-isolated and recovering at home. Health Department uh, staff are investigating any possible exposures and contacts. Missouri Governor Mike Parson says he's issued an order for all the state's public and charter schools to remain closed through the remainder of the school year. Parson issued the order Thursday afternoon and says the only exceptions are for nutrition and child care services that are outlined in his recent health order. Parson said in a statement the recommendation was made by working together with the Missouri Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, along with several school superintendents from across the state. Parson noted that they included both urban and rural districts. Parson says schools should continue remote learning for their students until the end date previously set on their academic calendars. And one neat thing that a lot of Northeast Missouri schools are doing tonight they uh, plan to be uh, going to someplace public. They'll still exercise social distancing, but at 8.20 tonight, 
which is 2020 military time, they will uh, light up uh, certain things. Like, for instance, Mark Twain High will be lighting up their baseball field and track complex to honor the seniors, and they'll hold that for 20 minutes and 20 seconds as well. So, uh, again, uh, a lot of these are going to be for seniors only, and they don't want spectators, and they're going to follow social distancing guidelines. So uh, check with your local school district, uh, most likely on social media, uh, for any instructions on that. Pike County, Missouri officials say they've learned of a fifth positive case of COVID-19 there and say one of the people infected has recovered. That news announced Thursday morning by the Pike County Health Department. They say that of the five positive cases, three say they knew who they contracted the virus from. The two other cases are still being investigated. The department is issuing twice-daily updates on its website at a special COVID-19 page. Statement says they'll continue to keep communities updated every weekday at 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. There was no update this morning as of 9 a.m. Rawls County Health Department says the county's only positive COVID-19 case there has recovered as the county readies its own stay-at-home order. Health Department made the announcement Thursday saying the criteria to be considered recovered is at least 72 hours without a fever, without using any medications, improvement in respiratory symptoms, and at least seven days since the symptoms first appeared. In addition, the Rawls County Health Department has adopted, advocated for, the county commission adopted a stay-at-home ordinance for the county that went into effect at 12.01 this morning. It will end at 11.59 on April 30th. That's a week longer than Missouri Governor Mike Parson's stay-at-home order. Rawls County order says residents should stay at home unless going out for medical care, medicines, groceries, or to work. For either indoor or outdoor activity, people must comply with social distancing rules. Most City of Quincy employees didn't report for work today due to the Good Friday holiday. City halls closed. Employees go back to work on Monday. City buildings remain closed to the public due to the uh, Governor Pritzker's executive order. City has been providing drive-up services as well as contact through phone and Internet. Central Services is closed today. There was no garbage pickup or recycling pickup today. However, there was yard waste recycling pickup today. City buses are still operating on their uh, schedule Adams County Courthouse, Adams County Health Department are also closed today for Good Friday. Quincy Public Schools says there won't be a food delivery made today and that the food delivery system will change starting Monday. Superintendent Roy Webb said that there won't be a meal delivery Friday because of Good Friday. He said so far the QPS Food Service team, along with volunteers and bus drivers, have served and delivered nearly 36,000 meals in four weeks. QPS says that on Monday the plan will change due to the spread of COVID-19 And in a way to keep residents and volunteers safe, QPS says that the 27 locations it had been delivering to will be cut down to five. They'll be open for a longer period of time. QPS also says starting Monday it will stop delivering meals using school buses. Those meals will be available for children Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to noon at the Board of Education office on Main Street, the Croc Center at 405 Vermont, Blessed Sacrament School on South 7th, Quincy Christian School on North 10th, and Quincy Senior High. You're asked to practice social distancing during pickup. QPS says adults needing food should contact the United Way or a local food pantry. Quincy Police Chief Rob Copley has issued a statement saying that local residents should show compassion to those stricken by the virus. Copley released a statement Thursday saying that at a time when, quote, we should be working together, helping each other, and looking out for one another, end quote, some people are doing the opposite. Copley says he knows some of the 19 people in Adams County who have tested positive for the virus and says they're, quote, victims, not perpetrators, end quote. He added that, quote, those of you that are condemning the victims, harassing them, threatening them, you are the perpetrators. You are not helping. You are making things worse, end quote. Copley asked residents to, quote, show compassion to your fellow man, be part of the solution, not part of the problem, end quote. 
He also asked residents to continue following the stay-at-home order and practice social distancing. And uh, as can be expected, uh, there are uh, lots of uh, cancellations and postponements due to the virus. The Quincy Public Library says it's temporarily shut down all operations and furloughed staff due to the stay-at-home order. Fishing for Freedom says it has canceled its June 5th through 7th event for this year. They'll try to hold it again next June 4th through 6th of 2021. The uh, Quincy Grand Prix of Karting, set for June 13th and 14th, has been rescheduled to October 10th and 11th in order to assure everybody's safety. Also, finally, a Quincy restaurant is set to close permanently, not due so much to the coronavirus, but due to legal issues its franchise owner is facing. Golden Corral says that uh, following the expiration of the state stay-at-home order, the store will not reopen for business. Remember, the store's owner, Chris Neiman, is accused in the 1991 Russellville, Missouri murder of 14-year-old Greg Jones. Neiman has pleaded not guilty. He was arrested in February after police said new technology provided new evidence in the case. He's currently being held in the Cole County, Missouri jail and is, I believe, due to have a, a hearing sometime next week. That is a look at the latest in local news. Of course, we'll have more for you throughout the afternoon right here on WTAD.com and on our social media pages, including both Twitter and Facebook. All right. Uh, so 24 uh, currently, mm-hmm. um, is that uh, total? Is that overall? Does that, is that counting recoveries? Is that, yes, there's uh, been, there's been uh, yes, it's, it's everybody who has had, has had or has COVID-19. That's, that's the number of confirmed positive test results that the county health department has gotten. Okay, so that's that counting recoveries. That's just positive tests. Yeah, positive tests. Okay, so the number 24 is positive tests. So the number of uh, that the dashboard at Western Illinois has a 22. If the first two people, as I had confirmed, recovered, would be a correct number as if you're keeping track of who has it. But the number Currently. they're giving out is the total number that has Tested positive. It's tested Whether positive. Whether they still have it or they don't, it's the total number. Yes, it's a, it's the total okay. number of those I guess people I, who I, have tested I, positive. I guess I, I guess what I'm what I'm looking at there is okay. So you get to a number of 150, but 110 people have recovered. Essentially, 40 people have it, but you're not counting the people who've recovered. And and I guess those are numbers that I would like to have. At some point in time, you have to start counting the positive angle of this in the negative tests and recoveries instead of just saying, well, X number of people overall tested positive for this, but we're not going to let you know how many people have recovered. We've only got confirmed cases and deaths. That's 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 all I'm, I'm looking at. And, and to say that, okay, they've got the, you know, confirmed cases at 22, all right, I guess maybe it should be current cases at 22 as opposed to confirmed cases uh, because those confirmed would be 24. What, Steve? The Go thing ahead. the thing that I would tell you is I would much if if I were you, I would much rather You were re- me? Well, <laughs> I would much rather rely on the Adams County status right. board as opposed to the Western Illinois okay, board. Okay, that, okay, that's that's fine. If you if you want to just, you know, go go for that, uh, but I'm still playing into the can we talk about the recoveries uh, instead of just confirm cases that will never go down. It will never go down. True. It's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. True. Can we can we include the recoveries and or the negative tests? I don't know if we can. Are those numbers provided anywhere? Does the Adams County provide those numbers? But is there somebody providing that? That's, exactly That's what I'm right. asking. I, 
And no. they, well, you You'd might have to track each individual case. Yeah, you would almost have to do like a, go back and and rely on your browser history and do a screen capture right. for each day because I can tell you that one less person in Adams County is now hospitalized. That number's been changed. It's now two people that are hospitalized as opposed to and, three. And that would be fine, too. Yeah. Part of it might be because of HIPAA. Right, they may right. not be able to do HIPAA it. HIPAA only has to do with uh, 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 letting people know whom. It well, doesn't have to do with how many people are sick. There's no names involved with this individually, although that's a different story because there are sheriffs in the northern part of the state who are going to court to find out so that their first responders can know what they're walking into. That is a HIPAA situation. What I'm asking about has nothing to do with HIPAA. Just letting people know who's who you know how many people have gotten it how many people have recovered and how many people currently have it i think is just a data point it's not it's not a hipaa thing true the other thing in terms of keeping total of the of the total track of the total number and i've seen this online uh i believe through the associated press some people in china in the wuhan area who had the virus and recovered some of them are reacquiring it so yeah, which is kind of scary. So, again, we'll have to keep our tra- uh, eyes, uh, you know, I don't know. We would have to ask the health department okay. those questions just... about about keeping track of who's recovered and things like that. Um, I guess the overall barometer of that is you look at who's died and who hasn't, and I hate well, to be, been z- I hate Well, there have be been callous. zero deaths. Yeah, there have been zero deaths in Adams County. So, hopefully you would say that all 24 will recover. Hopefully. Sure. But we know that two have recovered, but there's no mention of any of that anywhere. Like I said, I had to have an informal conversation with the doctor to get that uh, statistic. And as I said, I, that would be unofficial because it wasn't in a, an official capacity. It was just well, a, a, a casual conversation. And, and, and one more thing, getting back to that, you, um, as we saw from Chief Copley's comment, it may be another good thing to keep you know, who has had the virus and who has it might be another good thing to keep that, you know, information as secret as you can, because obviously they're getting abused. That's it. But that's a HIPAA thing. And, I, and well, I it's under- a public safety issue, too. If they're getting abuse online or threats, even it sounds well, sure. Like. But threats uh, happen uh, online. Uh, COVID-19 or not. Uh, I'm not asking anybody to be outed. If people know people who have it or not, they, how they interact with certain people. All I'm looking for is data. That's all. And I, and we're only getting a partial story with the data. And that's that's my question and that's my 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 charge to people. Is, hey, can we have a more complete picture of what's going on instead of just the negative part of what's going on? And because that's when you go and look look around for for numbers, all you're getting is total cases, confirmed cases, and or deaths, not recoveries uh, or or negative tests. And to to see a, a a better picture of you know we talk about flattening the curve, per- perhaps more data in this data centered, uh, data driven society that we live in. Why not have all of that data? My thought on that, though, is you got, uh, as far as these cases, not all, in fact, very few have been actually hospitalized. Many are just recovering at home. True. Are you saying that those people with it at home should contact somebody once they've recovered? Uh, I'm, sure that they are in, that? I'm sure that they are in contact with their doctors about it. Yeah, and I think, well. they've, I think they've been in contact with the health department, too. I think the health department So they let the health that. department know. I think so the health department does know. 
when I, they're recovered. I would I would assume so since they've tracked all these cases because what what they do after they find out that somebody has the virus, they talk to them and say, "Who did you come in contact with in the last right. you know four or five or however many days?" So we can contact them and say, "Hey, you might have been." So. I believe the health department would know that. So that what Quaid is getting at in terms of who's recovered, they may have that. Now, they may not be able to tabulate it or may not choose to tabulate it until all of this is done. I don't know. But, again, that would be something to ask the health department. Sure. That seems like a a fair question. All right. Thank you, sir. 1023, we'll take a time out. And uh, when we come back, are you ready to start canceling summer events? Governor Pritzker says, yeah, maybe you should think about it. We'll get into that next on the News Roundtable. W-T-A-D. Texting with a listener slash colleague. All right. Uh, about the Missouri. While we were in break, Steve went and checked out a Missouri site uh, with data. Which site were you at, Steve? Uh, coronavirus stats is a simple address on it. And it gives the total number of confirmed. It does have a column for recovered, but there's no number there. And mm-hmm. then it tells you the number of deaths. Okay. They have 77 deaths, 3,539 confirmed. And zero under recovery. Okay. Yeah. And as for IDPH in Illinois, I mean, they've, in terms of uh, positive, who's been t- positive deaths, total tests, they've got it broken down by zip code, for instance. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 62301, there have been seven cases. There have been eight in 62305. So there's that. They've got it broken down by zip codes across the state, age, race, demographics as well, uh, gender, but again, and test results over time as well. But again, recoveries. No, that's that's not been provided. So, you know, that might be something to come a little bit later on. So, but again, if you and if you're wanting to look at that, uh, it's real simple. Just go to uh, id, you know, idpdph.illinois.gov, and then just look for COVID nineteen. You can't miss it. Department of uh, Public Health. All right. right. Uh, yesterday uh, during his welcome back to the news roundtable. By the way, uh, yesterday during his uh, press conference, uh, Governor Pritzker said that we're getting closer to bending the curve. Our uh, peak day projection is still this Sunday, uh, Easter Sunday. Uh, Governor Pritzker said that uh, even though the spread seems to be slowing, uh, he says lifting the stay-at-home order before the end of the month is unlikely. Uh, the quotes, and you can find a story at WTAD.com under the center square section. The quote uh, pulled from yesterday's uh, press conference is, uh, quote, we need you to stay at home, we need this curve to bend, and then we can begin to talk about how we can open things up a little bit more. Uh, he said, I think everybody needs to think seriously about canceling large summer events. He says, from my perspective today, I don't see how we're going to have uh, large gatherings of people until we have a vaccine, which the, we're not close to that uh, right now. Uh, so perhaps, and I don't know that anybody asked him about it, is he talking about the Illinois State Fair? 
Well, that's, I mean, that's part of it. I mean, you look at everything that goes on in Chicago. You've got the taste of Chicago. Sure. All sorts of things there. All, all the other county fairs, too, for that matter. Uh, that, and that's, you know, uh, that's an interesting thing. Uh, follow-up questions would have, would have uh, I thought, been uh, a, a good thing to do there. Um, so, uh, large Lollapalooza, events. for goodness sakes. Well, yeah, that's, and that's, well, right around the same time. All right, uh, Steve's pointing at me saying that we're close on time. Uh, gentlemen, uh, I want to thank you uh, for being uh, with us, not just today, but for every day for the last three-plus years. I didn't break it down by by weeks uh, or days, but this show rarely took a uh, a day off. Rarely did we run a, a previously aired uh, segment or quote-unquote best of. Some would argue that there is no best of news around <laughs> Uh, but that's not for trying. Uh, as uh, has happened over the last uh, several weeks, with things shifting around and uh, realities being refocused, uh, that has also happened here at the Radio Ranch. I don't know if Steve and Mary have talked about it, but uh, we've had a, a reshuffling of responsibilities in this building. And uh, my plate has been cleared for a brand new responsibility in a different studio uh i have not this is the first place where i will be making this uh, announcement but i've been uh, given the responsibilities of being in charge of our country station 99.5 wcoi so my responsibilities there begin on monday scott has been given charge of our sister station wqcy and his responsibilities there will start on monday so what i'm saying is this is your last news roundtable. Steve, what is going to be uh, in this uh, time space? Got a new program called Our American Stories. It'll be on from 10 to 11. This each uh, weekday morning and also airing at uh, 8 p.m. each weeknight. All right. Yep. And uh, Mary can go back to not being kicked out of the studio every morning. Oh, please don't tell her that. And, uh, was she... Okay, maybe she doesn't know, so I won't say anything else. But <laughs> thank, thank you. you, gentlemen, for being a part mm-hmm. of this uh, journey. And thank you for tuning in each morning at 10 to be a part of the news roundtable. We got places to be. We'll see you out there.